I just gotta, I gotta silly little pea brain. I'm doing my best. Aw, your pea brain's not silly. <laughs> or maybe stupid. your silly brain's not a pea brain. I don't know, one of the two. <laughs> it's not both, it's only one or the other. So yeah. Melon heads. And they're not candy either. Mm -mm. No, you don't want to put that in your mouth. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm Misfits. I'm Melinda. I'm Hannah. And today we are going to tell you multiple stories about cryptids. Ooh, spooky. Love cryptids. I'm repping my favorite one right now, Mr. Mothman. Uh, can't remember the brand. It's Wicked something. <laughs> <laughs> it's Wicked Cool. It's wicked Cool. Wicked Cool Threads. <laughs> Guy, clothing guys. I don't know, but yeah, I know. Love Mothman, love Bigfoot, love all those guys. Yes. Those spooky, uh, kind of mysterious guys. Yes, definitely. And obviously there's lots of controversy on cryptids on whether they're real or not real. Mm -hmm. But I will tell you, some of these, to me, are 100% real. Oh, yeah. 100% real. Mm -hmm. But I won't skip ahead to anything. We will just start with our first cryptid, which is Mothman. He's Mothman. I love Mothman. <laughs> I think also because there's a lot of hype on the internet about Mothman, mainly because so uh, he his like home stomping grounds where they like had the first recorded sighting was in um, Point Pleasant, West Virginia. And in 2002, they put up a statue of him, and for whatever reason, homeboy is caked up. That booty is popping. <laughs> that statue, <laughs> his butt is so big. So he they got a big old butt. In internet famous off of the donk. So that's why I'm like, yes, love it. Awesome. But also, he has a really like kind of like nebulous, weird story. He's connected to a lot of, like, really bad events throughout the world, throughout time. Um, so I, we can get into that. Um, but I wanted to start off the episode by giving the definition of a cryptid. Because I didn't yes. know what that was. I just kind of knew that cryptids were, like, I just immediately assumed, like, Bigfoot and the Loch Ness Monster. And, right. you know, the mysterious guys that people are like, they're not real. Yes, they are. Who knows? But um, it's in, in the definition, it says that cryptids are animals that cryptozoologists, which is a thing. It is a thing. Believe may exist somewhere in the wild, but are not believed to exist by mainstream science. <laughs> Alternative science, if you will. Um, it says cryptozoology is a pseudoscience, which primarily looks at anecdotal stories and other claims rejected by the scientific community. <laughs> So ultimately, they're misfits. Yeah, exactly. Of the science community. Yeah. They deserve to have their voice heard as well. Sure. But also, like, there's just, we don't, we don't know a lot of answers to things. No. I feel like we want to, just to feel better about it, be like, that's it. But it's like, is it, is it really? Um, and Mothman, I guess, is like one of those, is it 
things. Mm-hmm. So, um, Homeboy, his first, like, documented sighting um, was November 15th, 1966. And he was found in Point Pleasant, West Virginia, where his really flattering statue is that right. I would love, I'd love to see him someday. Um, so we'll go back east. We will. Um, oh my god, I can't wait. So there is uh, boop, 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 boop. so his first sighting documented like in writing um, was by two couples and they were just like out and about, you know, doing what young kids do, causing trouble. Ooting a boot. Little, Making little ruckus. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they, where were they by? The munitions plant out there. So just like some military facility. They weren't supposed to be okay. there, but they were there. Um, and then out of the sky, they see like this giant, like winged man. A winged man. A winged man. And he was like really skinny and his skin was like milky white. And like, but he was like muscular at the same time. So it's like, it's funny because he's like scary, but also kind of hot too. <laughs> so so kind of like powder. Do you remember powder? Yeah. Only with wings? Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so that's pretty much it. And they said that he's, his wingspan's like seven feet wide and he's like seven feet tall. So big guy. And, um, and the main distinguishing factor amongst like all of the claims are like he's huge, massive wings, and like just the most giant glowing red eyes. And so they said that he was like swooping in on them. And so they started running. They got in the cars and started driving away, and he's still taken off after them. And then they said that that he was screaming to like kind of like shrieking like a bird almost, kind of just tearing after him. And he followed them all the way to the end of the city limits before just kind of taken off wherever but these these kids were so freaked out that they went to the police station they were like you gotta go look for this is a thing happening so that was like the first like recorded case so i wonder like he had a human-esque body right apparently (laughs) only really tall yeah um so he had wings did he have arms yeah it's literally a man with wings. Like no, like no no claws or anything like that. Mm-mm. Just like phalanges and Oh, I didn't even think about hands. Probably. I haven't assumed that he doesn't have like little like pinchers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out. No, I didn't. There's not like a, because it's like they talk about the wings and the eyes, but they say that he has like a man body. And for whatever reason, the man body is super hot. It was just confusing. <laughs> it's to draw us dumb girls in. Yeah. So oh, I love your wings. Oh, wow, you're so tall. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, it got me. I'm. I love him. So, well, uh, Mothman is so. Like I said before, he's like really famous for being cited right before some really bad, like structural collapses happen specifically. Um, I was having a rough time figuring out the the connection between these events. The only connection I could find was this book that I do know what the name is. Um, it is called uh, The Mothman Prophecies. Oh, yeah. Uh, by John Keel. So he'll probably go more into depth about that in the book. But there were claims that he was cited before... 
Oh, oh boy. The, um, oh, material structural damage of, oh, the Silver Bridge collapse. And that was in 1970. And um, I was just like, just a major, major commuter bridge in like Ohio. Mm-hmm. And um, it just collapsed, which was not great because there was like rush hour ton of people on that bridge yeah some casualties yeah. but like a lot of damage and there were just like claims to be like sightings of him just kind of flying around there wasn't anything about like him like sitting on the bridge and then it collapsed or anything like that it was just like he was around and then it collapsed and then it collapsed so anytime he's like around like a coincidence that's what's gonna happen mothman's around the other one that I was just dying about, I was just so wild. Um, so in 1999, um, in man, I, Moscow in what? What? How did we pronounce that? Vlog, vlog, Volgodinsk. 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 I'm so sorry. We slaughtered that. It was yep. terrible. <laughs> In those in those areas, so there were four apartment buildings that were like bombed, exploded, completely like the structural integrity of the buildings were gone. Uh, it was a huge deal. Like there was like a domestic issue, which like then led to the Chech- the second Chechen war. But that's also there was a Mothman setting like right around that area in Moscow, like. 30 years later <laughs> after the bridge collapse so i don't know how the two are correlated other than the fact that there was like destruction destruction and a mothman sighting but i think it says in the in the book the mothman prophecies by john keel i think it says that in the book hopefully it ties but those were two of the incidents that they said that he was at, and I'm like, that is just so wild. <laughs> They're so very, very different. Yeah, I mean, coincidental, though, for mm-hmm. sure. I mean, to say the least, anyway. Yeah. And, uh, so it's kind of, like, a real big mystery as to, like, who, who is the Mothman? Who is you the Mothman? Is there, is there is a Mothman? Or is there Mothman? Is he a moth man? Is he a moth? Some people say that he's more of like a bird. Because there's also... So is his face human? Or does he have... No, he's, he's got a moth. So he has the glowing red eyes. Like yeah. It's like two oh, large right, right. glowing red eyes. So I'm assuming it, that it's more bug-like. In the statue, it's like a moth head on a man body. Yeah, it's real sexy. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So I'm just, I'm trying to picture this show you an image on a man's body. Like I can get behind half goat, half man. Yeah, because it's like horse, man, half man, but like a half but, insect. But yeah, the whole like Oops, I said insect man. face is kind of a kind of throw me for a loop. Having a hard time picturing. Yeah. That no, one. it. So when you like say it out loud, it seems a little less believable. I would say that's the statue. Okay. Oh yeah. So his face is totally—it's like moth, insect. insect-esque. Yeah. Interesting. But there's other like the one Look on my up. sweatshirt. Oops, sorry, just totally touched my mic. 
I don't know if you can see. It's just like a little creature. Like, yeah. That, it's like a little more like, that looks more like a bat. Yeah. And I think that's originally what it was. I will put in an image of what people, like, that's the picture of him flying. Oh. So he low. definitely resembles, like, the guy from Jeepers Creepers. Totally. Yeah, we were talking about that. Love that movie. So scary. It's like, it was so scary. I love Jeepers oh Creepers. Oh, God. Where'd you get those peepers? Love it. From the devil. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of the debate, right? Of like, who who is this guy? Where's his origin story? No one really knows. I'm trying to. Find he just like here. appeared one day and just appeared. So uh, there's like sixty-six. He, he could be an alien. He could be a supernatural manifestation. Um, he's kind of been claimed as a cryptid just because he's like moth and man. You okay. Know? Yeah. Um, part human, part not human sure <laughs> i what i think is the theory because of the time frame of the first sighting in the 1960s mm-hmm. i think he's a gmo soldier gone haywire because in world war ii um when we were like looking this up i was thinking i couldn't stop thinking of like project overlord where the nazis were like trying to make like super soldiers like genetically modify them to just be like just hulked out yeah so i think that maybe we were trying to do that too and it didn't and, go over good. and we messed up yeah we and messed then up were, like, and we got mothman so either he might have escaped or they were just kind of like i guess we'll just let him go like it wasn't quite kryptonite but Mm-mm. but something got him something got him but i I didn't look into, like, if he's been seen. Oh, no, that's not true. I think I said in 2016. Yeah, 2016, there was a photo uploaded onto WCHS-TV, which is, like, some news network, uh, on Route 2 in Mason County, which I'm assuming is in West Virginia. I did not specify that. Um, But, yeah, that's kind of, like, 2016, I think, was, like, one of the last... It's pretty recent, though. Uh, it is still pretty recent, so maybe he was just kind of hunkered down, you know, during quarantine and all that. He was so he was socially distancing. <laughs> he was social distancing because uh, he didn't want to get the Rona. No, no, no. Because no, then he couldn't do all of his publicity. He probably couldn't fly very well. He'd be oh pretty sick. A little bit of a cold. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, I just I what I loved about doing this research was just that it's like it's just such a hodgepodge of like whatever people think he is yeah there's like pictures of something that does look like a mothman you know flying in the sky those were awfully big wings with legs exactly but yeah who knows yeah we'll definitely have those uh those pictures so you guys can enjoy them as well yeah let us know what you think too yeah absolutely (laughs) um so then then what now we're talking about melon heads. Okay, melon heads. All right, back at it. Talking about melon heads. Talking about melon heads. Not lemon heads. No. Melon heads. Melon heads. Oh, they're not candy either. Mm-mm. No, you don't want to put that in your mouth. <laughs> no. <laughs> don't be smart. <laughs> Oh my god. I don't even think okay. it's funny. It just comes out of my mouth. So, okay, so 
These guys are called melon heads because, unfortunately, they do have bulbous-shaped heads. Yes. Um, hydrocephalus. Yeah, it's, is the condition. The condition is hydrocephalus. So it's throughout the different variations of the story. So there's three variations of the story from different origins. So there's the Michigan version, the Ohio version, and the Connecticut version. Yes. We'll go all over all of them. Hydrocephalus is in all of them, and some of them are like they started out that way, and some of them are like they developed, developed that, that way. way. But that is like the constant threats, which is why they have the misshapen heads. Yes, and hydrocephalus. Did I say, did yeah, I say that you, right? You okay. got it. You nailed it. <laughs> nailed it. We're doctors. Yeah, I. We are. It's fine. It's I don't even know why we're making this podcast, doctors. <laughs> um. So it is caused from, it's like a leak in the cerebral fluid. Yes. Right? And it like leaks up into the brain. Yeah, it, just looks lit- it? Yeah, it literally just feels like a water balloon. Just your, your, the skin like around your skull just fills with fluid. And so the bulbous shape of their heads, like they're, mm-hmm. um, like if you were to touch it, would it be squishy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Also, it's like super painful causes like a lot of brain damage because it's just getting just pressurized in there oh see i guess i just kind of pictured it as like bony like Mm -hmm. like it would be hard like a skull no yeah if it's like fluid it's definitely gonna be a little squishy it's gonna have some squish to it yeah that's that's super sad it's sad and also like a lot of it is sad too because like i'll start off with the michigan version um so uh, it is supposed that in the Junction Asylum in Algon County, so, um, of course, you know, we're looking at, I believe, the early 19, or, okay, so it's like saying 1960, probably around that time. Even then, asylums were, like, not a super cool place to be. Right. Um, so, it, it's been said that, like, all of these... Children specifically were taken there, and uh, they were enduring a lot of physical and emotional abuse, like, not surprised, Um, and they became feral, and then were released into the forest surrounding that asylum. So they were released into the wilderness on their own. Right. Yeah. Uh, just no, they were just kind of like they just had to it out. fend for themselves, and so then what? They just became became like creepy little forest children with oddly shaped noggins. Yeah, pretty much. They so it's like you've got to watch out for them because they'll like attack you because they're feral, feral and crazy. Yeah. But yeah, I think it was just like they just released them because like when you have it's kind of like the same thing when you have a brain tumor and it pushes up against your frontal lobe, like you go kind of like Hulk mode. Because it makes you angry because your front of your brain affects your emotions. Yeah. So it's like if that's getting pushed on or like there's lack of blood flow to it, it's like it doesn't make you very nice. It kind of makes you a little unhinged. A little cranky. Yeah. Okay. They were, yeah, probably having a hell of a time. The interesting thing about this version, though, is that says that um, the Algon County Historical Society says that there was never an, an asylum there. They, like, completely deny it. They're like, no, that wasn't a thing. They said there was a prison there, but there wasn't an asylum. So, Interesting. That, yeah, so I'm like, 
maybe they were just trying to cover it up because they literally released children into the wild or so when they claim that there was never any asylum there like is there townsfolk that were like oh no because my family was actually in that asylum like is there any records no of anything that that would definitely be something looking into, but that was just, like, as I was, like, looking into this, it was, like... like cool little snippet. Yeah, they were, like, oh, yeah. there's no asylum. There was a prison, but not an asylum. And it's, like, okie dokie. So I wonder <laughs> if attached to the prison was some sort of, like, mental ward. Yeah. Or something, maybe. some. Could have been. Creating my own theories over here. Yeah, just because it's, like... But I don't know why they because it says children specifically. Yeah. Because it's like little guys, big heads. Um, so I don't know why they would be at a prison, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> That's wild. I don't know. Yeah, we'll have to. Yeah, we can do more. We can do follow up on that one. Follow up. Uh, the junction, what do they call it? Yeah, jun- just the junction asylum. The junction asylum. In Algon County, Michigan. Um, so then we're moving on to the Ohio version. So the Ohio version is, um, originally orphans that didn't have the condition previously. Yes. And then they get adopted by this guy, Dr. Crow. Um, Douchebag. Yeah, sucks. Because he was a doctor, he would perform a bunch of medical experiments on these children. Yeah. That's really so sad. Um, so, so he would perform a bunch of medical experiments on these kids, and then, like, he ended up, like, creating. Oh, I'm sorry, I misspoke. So I said that they didn't have the condition before, but they did have the condition before, and so he was experimenting on them to, like, further. I don't know if he was trying to, like, make them better or if he was just fucking around and finding out something um and he definitely made their condition worse because he kept injecting fluid into their brains or their spinal fluid and so their heads would grow even bigger than they already were good grief yeah what an asshole so Oh, you should tell the the rest of the story. It's the best part. Well, so at this point, these kids get pissed off. Because, yeah, they've got big noggins, but... They're getting tortured. They're getting tortured. They no longer want to be there. Mm -mm. And they're smart enough to know they no longer want to be there. So, Mr. Dr. Man gets killed, and they light his house on fire. Get the f and out of dodge. They get the f out of dodge, and they they live in the wilderness. Like they don't have anywhere else to live. No. So yeah, just they just live in the feral little guys just, out there. Just feral little guys that burn down the house of Sir Doctor Evil, and yeah, yeah, poor little dudes. So I guess the legend in Ohio specifically says that they feed on babies. Don't leave your babies in the woods unattended. <laughs> They feed them babies? Like, I didn't see that part. Okay, this That's is... That's the Ohio version. The uh, the Ohio version is the, the doctor version. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so I didn't... 
I didn't read that part, so this is news to me. And we're just we're coming in hot with all these facts out here. This, but yeah. So there's just like random little tidbits that are like slightly babies? different. Yeah, I well, don't know why. Because like babies can't fight back. Probably, but but know. who's gonna leave their baby in the woods? Oh, that's be where I'm like consumed. I don't understand that. Um, but they say Windsor Road in Kirtland County and Chardon Town Township are where you can find those. They, they, there have been sightings. Sightings. And just wander around them. Looking for babies. Yummy, yummy. Okay, so now we're in the Connecticut. Nothing scary ever happens in Connecticut. Ever. Never. Um, so their variation in Fairfield County was an asylum. So we're back in the asylum uh-huh. for the criminally insane. So in the asylum... It burned down in 1960, resulting in the death of pretty much all the staff members and uh, all of the patients, except for like ten, roughly 10 to 20 inmates. Um, they were unaccounted for, so it's not like they are confirmed that they got out. They're just they couldn't find. Them. So it's okay. like the legend has it that. Um, uh, the result of them resorting to cannibalism in order to survive the harsh winters of the region and due to inbreeding, which caused them to develop hydrocephalus. That causes hydrocephalus? It's it's just a, like a genetic condition, you know? And we don't really know why it happens. So they just oh. think that could be a part of it. Okay. Is, you know how medically accurate urban legends are so oh they're pretty darn accurate <laughs> yeah they can be but um yeah that's so so they say that that's how that in connecticut that's how that happened okay so there are definitely cannibals in connecticut yeah okay um interesting there's also a second variation. Oh, okay. So, um, so there's a part two of Connecticut that is a different origin story. I've never heard so two. many origin stories of the same thing in my entire life. Um, so um, there is, uh, the, it is said that the melon heads in Connecticut are descendants of a colonial era family from the Shelton Trumbill who were banished after after accusations of witchcraft um which made them kind of retreat into the woods seclude themselves sure. keep themselves safe and as the first version of the legend says the variation um of their parents like attributes to <laughs> inbreeding <laughs> um because okay. they're just out in the woods you know so but they're known to prey upon humans and attack People, unsuspecting people, people at campsites have been, have reported that they've seen them or been attacked by them. But yeah, I've never heard so many of this origin stories, but I, I like the Ohio version the best just because it's like, I like the idea of like the kids rallying to be like, fuck you guy. Yeah, fuck you, Mr. Doctor Man. The well, the Connecticut version, the first one or the second one? Yes, yeah, <laughs> all right. <laughs> um, but probably the 
I don't know, maybe a mix, but the, the Connecticut version of it really, really does make me think of like the hills have eyes. Oh, like, totally. Yeah. They may not even because it's like I mean, a family affair. Well, yeah. And in the hills have eyes. They they didn't have like the bulbous heads, but they were misshapen. Oh yeah, they were mutants. like they they were misshapen. But like I'm curious though, because if I remember correctly, in that movie, like these guys were like uber strong, right? Mm-hmm. Really, really strong. So I wonder yeah. if these guys are attacking people in campsites. Like, I wonder if they do kind of have that extra human strength a little bit or Maybe. or if they're, like, really easy to trip and knock over and be like, bitch, be gone. Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea what their fighting skills are because, like, in the Ohio version, it says that they're, like, kids. They're, like, little guys. I just, like, right, think of, like... Right, but they do grow into adults eventually. Yeah. I think. I mean, these, oh. this is in the 60s. Yeah. They were little guys in the 60s, so do we know when the last recordings were of people seeing them? I didn't see that. I didn't look into that either. Hmm. I'm interested. Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to do a follow-up on that one as well. But I think the first version of the Connecticut one is the most likely, just because it's like, it's confirmed that there was a fire. Mm-hmm. There, they can confirm the amount of bodies that were found. Yes, and they can confirm that ten to twenty were unaccounted for. So that's where it's like okay. So I could see a group of these kids, ragtag kids. <laughs> I guess people. They say inmates, inmates, uh, patients, whatever, yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. But I could see a group of them like gathering together and living in the mountains. But then at the same time, if they don't have everything there it's mm-hmm. like they're gonna turn on each other eventually oh totally right if they don't yeah. have someone to like kind of help rein them in a yeah little bit. to de-escalate the situation yeah but yeah no that was the i had never heard of this before no melon heads uh, was very new to us we stumbled I, on it. i love that term though yeah. i know it's kind of creepy and probably kind of sad even a little bit i would never call anyone that no. But also, it's just like, I just think of just like a little guy with a big head, just like bopping around. I'm like, that's pretty cute. Like, what <laughs> was one of the nicknames that we Oh, saw? Wobblehead. A Wobblehead. That's cute. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a cute name. They're also known as Wobbleheads. Yeah. <laughs> but, okay, so that is our story on, I almost said Lemonheads. It's not. It's not. I'm sorry. It's put that it in your brain. It. <laughs> it's not lemon heads, but that was our story on melon heads. So we are going. If you're to... from any of the respective areas that we talked yeah. about it, drop drop your version of the story and let us know if it's right. If there's another one, yeah, I'm so curious now. I'm really in this. And like, what their technical name in your area mm-hmm. is for them? Like, I would. I'm curious to know. Like. How many different names they have? Like, does everybody know them as melon heads or yeah or bobble heads? Wobble, wobble heads. Wobble Like, yeah. Let us know. Let us know any info that you might know or have on these guys. On these little guys. Yeah. And so now we move on to Sasquatch. Sasquatch. Yeah. <laughs>